0: Welcome, putting People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Putting Ken's Movie Reviews. This week we're going with a retro review of Jonah Hex back from 2010. As always, we will begin the program with a spoiler-free section where I tell you whether this is something that you should have seen in the theaters, whether it's something you should have waited for on a streaming service, maybe your favorite television network that will edit all of the bad words out for you, or whether this is something that you should have given a pass to altogether, after which we will go into the spoiler heavy section where we will talk about the cast, we will talk about the director, we will talk about the writing, the costuming, the cinematography, the locations, and each will be given a numeric value that altogether will add up to a potential of 100 points. On to the uh, good stuff, as it were. Now, I had a bit of preconception going into this movie. I had been waiting to watch it for some time. Um, It is... One of those things that um, I had a feeling was going to just be awful uh, because it's not exactly the most well-known character from DC Comics in the first place. I had a feeling they were going to completely mess it up, that whoever took the helm was just not going to do it justice. Um, and so I'd been putting it off, especially, and, and this is no knock specifically on this actress, but, uh, Megan Fox is in it. And generally I don't like projects she's involved with. I don't think it has anything specifically to do with her. It's more just like luck. The stuff that she does just somehow is stuff that I don't like, even though I kind of like her, it's just kind of weird happenstance. So I I went in, I tried always to go in even, but I couldn't do it on this. I I had a feeling that this film was just going to be awful. Now, um, is this a film that you should have seen in the theaters? I think for most people, no. Um, It's just, unless you're a big comic book fan or a big fan of westerns, um, or maybe some of the specific individuals in it, Josh Brolin is in it, maybe, maybe. This is definitely one that if I weren't a comic book fan, I would have skipped over in the theaters. And I did skip over in the theaters, even being a comic book fan. But that was more a time timing thing than anything else. Um, is it something to still watch? Yeah, actually, I think it is. It's worth a watch on streaming, I think, uh, potentially even getting a copy on Blu-ray if you're into, like I said, that sort of genre. Um, I think that it's a lot better than people give it credit for. Um, but let's get into the spoiler heavy section. Before we do, don't forget that you can find us on social media, as many places as we have an attention span to go to. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as at Pudding Guys. You can find us on Twitter at Real Pudding Guys. And of course, you can find us on Patreon for one Dollar per month, you can help support the Pudding Guys as we bring new content, as we bring new people to interview, as we buy new equipment to make us sound better and more professional. All right, let's let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's start with the director. Um, now, the director on this is Jimmy Hayward. Uh, not exactly a director that I'm really particularly fond of, partially because he has not done a ton of stuff. Before this, his only listed directorial piece uh, that you can find, at least on IMDb, is Horton Hears a Who. Not exactly a ringing endorsement for an action director. <laughs> now, he's done animation on a variety of other things. Um So if I had really thought about the director ahead of time, it would not have drawn any sort of excitement uh, going to see the film. That being said, do I think he did a good job? Um, Kind of. Better than people, I think, give him credit for on this. Um, It's just, the director is kind of the gateway and the glue that that gets everything together. You got to Get the the actors and the writers and the editors and everybody in line to the vision that hopefully you have for the piece, though so often the, uh, the studios are going to have a very heavy say in, in what you make. Um, I wonder if that was partly something to do with this, the way it turned out. Uh, whatever it was... I don't think that he necessarily did a fantastic job of, of parsing all of the pieces together to make it the movie that it could have been. Because you can see flashes of it in this movie of the potential that it had. Um, and, the, and the cast is, well, we'll get to the cast in a minute. He had a lot of good stuff to work with. The source material is rich with story. And there's a lot of history behind it, but it's not something that is particularly well known. So it gives you a certain amount of leeway and they took a lot of leeway, uh, not the leeway I think they should have taken in some instances and definitely some smart decisions in other places. But, um, I I just don't think that, uh, he was able to kind of get all the pieces to line up together to make a movie that people would remember later. Um, as, as being something really worth, um, worth kind of obsessing over, you know what I mean? So I'm going to give him, uh, probably an 11 out of 20 on, on the director side. Uh, the casting, um, I, the casting is an interesting thing. They had a lot of really good actors and actresses to work with. I mean, Josh Brolin, I love to death and he's kind of awesome and everything, Um, John Malkovich, same kind of way. I mean, I love that dude to death and kind of don't dislike nearly anything that he's in. Megan Fox, I've already talked about a little bit. I don't have anything against her directly. She's kind of... take it or leave it sort of thing. And that's not a bad thing. That means that I've not seen her detract from anything that she's been in, but I haven't really seen anything where it just pops like, yeah, I've got to see her in the next film that she's in because she just killed it. And that she's kind of, she's okay. Um, which in Hollywood is actually saying a good thing um, because it, it's hard to be even just okay in Hollywood. Uh, you got to dance around a lot of minds to be able to do that. Um, Michael Fassbender, who I really like generally in most things, is in it. Will Arnett, who is underrated, just so underrated. He, he can do pretty much anything. Uh, I'm known more for comedy, but he does fine in this, in the small part that he has. I mean, it's just all in all, um, you even get Michael Shannon in a small part. I mean, Wes Bentley's even got a part in that. I mean, a lot, a lot of people that I really kind of have um, respect for their work and really have enjoyed what they've been involved with. Um, however, I don't know if it was exactly the right mix for a couple of different reasons. So, Brolin as hex is fine. He can pull that off. He has shown he can do grim, he can do gritty. That's That was good. I think one of the m- major problems in casting was actually Malkovich. Um, He does best with flamboyant and quirky and he can do dark and he, and he can kind of go that direction, but I would never ever put him in a Western, not once, at least not like, like it was implemented. At least I mean, I can be proven wrong has happened a million times over will happen another million times, but just generally speaking, no, is he a good main villain? Often. Uh, but no, no, this is this is not the kind of movie you want quirky or even somebody that has a reputation for quirky as the main bad guy. It will throw off the viewer even in a kind of a subliminal way. And so I just it didn't work. He, uh, he did fine, uh, I think, sort of, but I never I never really got him as that just. Really, he was not fear-inducing. I guess so it's just just not not in the combination of stuff that he was given. I, I just don't. I just don't think he worked. I don't think he was the right person to put in that particular part. Uh, Fastbender, however, did a particularly good bit in kind of exceeding expectations. Uh, in terms of, of how well he did with this kind of flunky villain, he, he brought a little life to that character that was really nice. Uh, Megan Fox, um, she did good, actually. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Not, you know, what I would call exceptional, again, but this is not really her issue. Her part was not huge, um, it was important but it was a smaller part and she did what she needed to do to get the plot to go forward. She was likable in the part, but again, not well, I don't think she had the opportunity to really shine in this one. So that's why I don't really put it on her. It's just not that kind of part. Um, so, I mean, it, it was okay. Uh, all these really good people. It's like getting the, the, the greatest ingredients to, uh, make pancakes and then you decide to instead, uh, make a hamburger with it. Eh, eh, don't know how well that's going to work. It's just, they didn't go together for what it is. So, um, I'll probably give the casting 14 on that. Cause like I said, quality people that can do the best with what they've got, uh, to a person for the most part. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was okay. Just the wrong people in some specific spaces, in my opinion. um, costuming, uh, strength of this film, the costuming was really good. Um, you know, I always love period pieces, especially Westerns. You get a real good chance to have that kind of dirty aesthetic and, and have that kind of roughness to it. And they, they went with it and they had of course some civil war attire that was particularly good. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't, um, it wasn't exactly like they're having to stretch the imagination because it's all period stuff. Again, it still gives you a chance to kind of stretch and and kind of uh, emphasize what you want to emphasize. And it, and it all worked really well. Um, I'll get, I'm i not going to linger on that. Nine out of ten on costuming. Uh, locations. Um, or I should say the props. I guess I should go with one thing. The reason that I took wasn't a ten in the costuming and props is uh, some of the guns were stupid. Um I, I, I really should touch on this. Uh, putting a Gatling gun on the side of a horse is dumb beyond belief. Um, I don't know who had that idea. It's it's just, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a comic book movie. There's going to be a little, some stretching going on, some playing with physics, playing with what's possible. That, it, that was dumb. I'm sorry. That just didn't work. Um, I almost had the exact same reaction when he got the two pistols that were actually crossbow firing bolts with clips, and they were explosive tip crossbows. Really? You don't need That's not what Jonah Hex is. I understand you feel you need explosions and lots of them for the summer blockbuster, but geez, oh, Pete, come on. That It, it completely throws you out of what the movies should feel like at least in my uh, opinion so that's why I didn't get a, a 10 because everything else was really really good but there were a couple of the props that were just dumb um, as far as locations go some really good locations in that uh, I really liked the the ships that they had uh, the recreations uh, one of them was pretty much a spitting image of the monitor that was really cool a nice uh, steam age ship uh, in there as well some of the kind of the old west towns out loud. I'm a a mark for that for a certain extent. Again, I'm not going to kind of linger on this. A lot of nice variety of locations, and they seem to be put together pretty well. I'm going to give that a 9 out of 10. Cinematography. Uh, It was okay. Um, There were a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. I mean, you could see that there was a polish on this that was really nice in a lot of the ways they did things, but And I don't know, and this is the hard part, I don't know if this was in the cinematography or if it was in the editing, but there were a lot of really weird choices on tracking of where the camera went. There were some cuts from scene to scene. I don't know if the cuts were made because that was what they felt was necessary to give the action of the scene the flow that they wanted or because the camera angles and the way that it was filmed was not what they wanted it to be or or whatever. But it produced uh, a jumpiness that just just didn't work, um, and a lot of it was done at night, which is always problematic. Um, several of the scenes were just too dark um, to really be able to pick out details, uh, especially like uh, when Hex is sneaking on to the enemy ship. That was really muddled and hard to follow at points. Um, it it just it just didn't didn't work real well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Some of the action scenes, the angles of the choice of of where you're seeing the firefight from or where you're seeing the, um, combat from again was just a little strange. It didn't quite fit. It, it yanked me out of the film a little bit. So I probably got to give the cinematography a a 12 out of 20 on that one. Uh, And that brings us to writing. This is the area that I thought that the movie was really going to mess up with. And it didn't. Um, I'm not saying it didn't mess up. It just didn't mess up as badly as I thought it would. Um, so the problem with Jonah Hex to begin with is it's maybe by modern day standards in some ways kind of, I don't know if bland is the right word, but it's b- basic. There we go. That's probably, it's, it's a Western. Jonah Hex doesn't have powers. There's no reason to give him powers. I know you think it's a comic book movie. He does not need powers. He just needs to be that kind of boot leather, tough, as nails, kind of doesn't go down for anything, classic Western hero. That's what he is with kind of a tragic backstory. So adding that power element to it was a complete waste. It was just an attempt to give some uh, fun with CGI, which was only okay, and and a couple but no, it, no. Um, on top of that, they changed some other things. With like with his origin. Now this is one change that they they had to. They just had to change it. There's no way they could put forward his origin story from the comic books the way that it originally was there. It's in this in today's culture where we know better. You no, know, you just don't, I'm not even going to go into it. Some of it, it's not really, it's not terrible exactly, but it's not a good picture. It's kind of, because um, it involves uh, Native Americans and it it was kind of like a lot of spaghetti westerns because that's kind of what was patterned on. But that does not paint a very good picture of Native American culture and the way things were. So I, I'm sure that's why they changed it. They didn't want... To really go in that direction and paint that picture that was not flattering, either of the source material or of the people interpreting it in a really terrible way. So I fully applaud the change there. And it, I thought, it's like, okay, they're going to change it. How bad is it going to be? They still kind of kept elements like the whole um, heating of the hatchet. Uh, onto the side of the face, but they did it to get rid of the branding. I was like, "Oh yeah, that, that can kind of work. That works." There's there's certain elements of it, and they still had some uh, elements of um, very minimally of Native American. That's that's an area where I where it feels like they kind of messed up. So he. Um, they show him as being married to a Native American woman and he has a child at one point um, uh, before they are killed. Uh, The only other real reference to Native Americans in it is where he almost dies and they bring him back with tribal medicines and spirit magic. That's still not real flattering. Uh, I mean, I, I get it to a certain extent and I always found it kind of neat to think about that sort of um, mythological take on certain things, but it could really fall flat to a lot of people. I think, uh, not, not just from general execution, but it still might be considered pretty offensive to some. Uh, so why even include it at all? Um, I would have just put in, go ahead and have him still be married and have the kid, even though that also is not the way the comic origin was, Um, It still gives it uh, an acknowledgement of what was there. You could even kind of put in a little backstory of how they met after this awful thing that he had to do with the war and uh, was redeemed through, through her presence. That could have been great. And then integrate a little bit of the real culture there. And then just don't, don't include anything with the mumbo jumbo and the, and the hoo-hoo or whatever you want to call it, um, you can still have, if you want to have that supernatural element, which it literally doesn't need, but if you're going to jam it in there, just cut out the whole medicine man with magic kind of shtick and just have it be something that happened with no real explanation that way you get to have your really awful cake that you chose and then eat it too because i'm not going to eat it that's terrible cake terrible cake um so i mean really that i think is the real weakness of it that and uh uh, saying that the inventor of the cotton gin created war machines for the government i i haven't really researched into that but i'm pretty sure that's wrong uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm fairly I'm fairly certain that that that's not right um it it's a very simple plot it's very it's meant to be an action movie so you can't read too deeply in it and that's why I'm willing to be a little more forgiving in a lot of things but I think they made some still made some big mistakes on the origin story they could have made it they could have made it like uh, if you want to have it be a little cheesy go kind of quick in the dead kind of thing and and you can have it overly uh, stylized in terms of the type of violence and the and the kind of cuts and everything that would have been okay or go unforgiven feel just straight up western that is what jonah hex is you didn't need to try and add this other stuff just because it was a comic book I think that's really the only weakness. I maybe hammered a little too much on that, but it, that's what hit me wrong with it. So I'm going to give them probably a 14 out of 20 on the writing, because like I said, it wasn't as bad as everybody said it was. It was actually pretty entertaining. That gives us an overall score of 69. Not not terrible, but not uh, not maybe <laughs> what they were hoping for. But you know, 69. That's still passing. That's even almost a C. Uh, But what did you think? Let us know on social media. We would love to get your opinions. Until next time, keep watching movies and having loud and boisterous opinions about them.